0: Hello and welcome to Lifetime Courts, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate-watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I'm your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are...
1: Megan Powell.
0: Megan Powell, that's it. Just me and Megan today. Not that that's it. You're great and I love you. Um, but Drew is not here today because he is um, out of town. Producer Drew's not here. He uh, had a death in the family. So we're sending him lots of love. Yes, we do. All the love. We miss you, Drew. Um, Because he'll be editing this, I'm sure, and like posting. So he'll hear
1: this and get to find out about this.
0: Oh, he'll know about the movie. Excellent movie. Yes. The wonderful movie. Uh, If you recall, Megan was on our last Danica McKellar movie. Do you remember what it was called? I don't.
1: Christmas. Is in the home? Oh, yeah. Christ- home for Christmas? Home
0: for Christmas, I think is what it was called.
1: Aren't those the, they just mix up the various words like Christmas, home, Correct. and love?
0: Yes. so thought rearrange would... them? <laughs> yeah. So thought it would be great to bring Megan back. She's our Danica McKellar expert at this point. Really, I think you are.
1: Yeah, I, um, I really enjoyed uh, studying her work. A second time. And also reaching back and thinking about her work earlier as a child actor in Wonder Years. Wonder
0: Years. Uh, Winnie Cooper back again. But yeah, so we're going to be talking about Very, Very Valentine today, Uh, the second movie of the Hallmark uh, Valentine's Day movies. So they did one with Lacey Chabert last week, they did Dana McKellar this week, and then Allie Liebert who no one here knows. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I saw the promo for that, and I didn't know who she was. Is that the cooking one? Cooking one, yeah.
0: So that one is coming up after this one. So, yeah, we're just going to cover them all and talk about them. (laughs) So let's jump right in. Um, I brought the synopsis, and I will read the synopsis since Drew's not here to read it. And, Char- oh, Charlotte's our producer today. Hi, Charlotte. Just want to acknowledge you and thank you for being here, bringing the wine. So if you hear Charlotte, she's not on mic, but she's still able to pick up on the mic. So you might hear her laughing, I hope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you. <laughs> thank
0: you. Great. Yes. So we'll jump right in with the synopsis. So when Helen... A kind hearted and shy florist meets the perfect man at a Valentine's Day masquerade ball. She enlists the help of her best friend Henry to track him down to find out, oh, only to find out her perfect man already maybe right in front of her.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Now, I didn't uh, look at a promo, I looked at a Well, I looked at a promo clip, but I didn't read a synopsis Yes. before.
0: Well, we've learned that the Hallmark synopsis pretty much give away the movie.
1: I'm glad I did not read the synopsis. Yeah.
0: Like, this pretty much says the whole movie, right?
1: It does. Although, at a certain point in the movie, I could see what was coming from a mile away.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, let's jump right into it. So, we have Helen, played by Danica McKellar, and she uh, loves to, like... Watch weddings and stuff. Like, she's like creepily watching a wedding at the beginning of the yeah. movie. Like, it was weird. She didn't know anybody in there. She just delivered the flowers because she's a florist. Yes. Um, but then she stayed for the wedding.
1: Right. But that That's established un- her oh. desire yes. to maybe have a wedding of her own.
0: Correct. So, yeah, she's looking for a man, as all the Hallmark protagonists are. Um, so she. Like, works in a flower shop with her. It's called All in Bloom. Is mm-hmm. the flower shop.
1: Okay, so I had a question about that. This yeah. is set in New York, and the opening shot of the movie is the skyline of New York City of Manhattan, so that's exciting. Yes. We all know, I know now, because I'm no longer a Hallmark movie virgin. Correct. That these were all filmed somewhere in Canada. Yes. Um, but it was exciting because it was New York City. <laughs> but I was wondering, after... Maybe the fourth outdoor exterior shot of the flower shop. Yeah. Where in Manhattan there is a flower shop with a yard in front. Of course. And then the yard had grass, but in another scene they're walking on packed down snow in a park.
0: You know, it's it's loose.
1: I feel like these... It's loose. The, I know. My continuity Valentine's bells movies, go off. <laughs>
0: like, I don't know. I feel like they were filmed for like another holiday and then they were like, oh, well, let's just make it Valentine's, I guess. You know, like they were maybe starting to film it yeah. for Christmas and they couldn't finish it. So although then,
1: this was very, very Valentine. This
0: one was very, very <laughs> Valentine. Um so yes. Hen what what is it? Uh so she has an Aunt Carol.
1: Who runs who owns who, the shop. Okay, so she yep. owns
0: the shop and Helen works for the
1: shop. Yeah. Okay. And um, Aunt Carol reminds me of an aunt that I have. One yeah, of my aunts. She like, seems very, very sweet.
0: And like she's just hanging out, giving advice giving man advice when She's like not even asking for it. Like Helen's just like, um, there wasn't anyone at the wedding because that's like the first line of the aunt. She's like, did you meet any eligible bachelors there?
1: Well, yeah, they dove right into it. It was like the third line of dialogue was, well, did you meet anyone there? Right. And then within eight minutes, she had a date to a ball. Of course. Like I looked, I literally looked at the clock and I'm like, damn.
0: You get through all the exposition. You yeah, there was right a lot of exposition it, in the first the, seven the, minutes. Yeah. The middle of nothing happens and then you wrap it all up in the last 10 minutes. Oh,
1: so you're saying that's the format.
0: That's the formula. Yeah. So, oh. so yes, if you might have noticed. Um, Dude,
1: well, this is my second one, but I, 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 see it now.
0: Yeah. So we meet Henry. He's like the, 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 the love interest that isn't the love interest
1: he's the best friend he's her
0: best friend uh played by Cameron Matheson from what well, some soap opera i don't remember which one oh, i
1: don't one. watch soap operas anymore but it's got to be one of like five like, right there yeah, are a lot of yeah there's left.
0: not many left i think he might have been on days of our lives or guiding light he's like older older
1: oh uh, okay
0: soap opera he transitioned to Hallmark probably like early 2000s okay uh, so, yeah, so he is just hanging out. He, like, brings her coffee all the time.
1: Yeah. He's, like, a really good friend. Right. We, we don't find out, though, that they're – Like, she doesn't say he's my best friend until, like, midway through the movie. Right. So it's kind of, like, explained, like, they went to college together to study botany. Oh, yeah. And then they, um, you know, lost touch. And then he moved to New York.
0: Right, and now he works at the New York Botanical Gardens.
1: Right, or in Brooklyn or something. Something like that. Something like that.
0: But like a botanical garden in New York that's in danger of closing.
1: Right. Which would never happen. Running out of money.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Never gonna happen. The botanical gardens, that's like isn't that like a museum or something? Exactly. Right. So it's not gonna run out of money. There's enough rich people
1: in New York to sustain. At least one botanical garden.
0: Yeah, they're not building condos over the botan- botanical garden. No. Not going to happen. But that is what's going to happen in this movie because that creates some tension later. Um, Spoiler alert on that. But yeah, so he is like, hey, by the way, uh, I have this invite for this masquerade ball thing. Uh, I wrote down the name, but what is it called? Oh,
1: it, I didn't write it down. It's it a was, gala.
0: Yeah, it was something ridiculous. So she's like, Oh, but I have to, like, get dressed up. Oh, annual black and white gala. Yes. So not that exciting.
1: Oh, and she can't go because she needs at least a few weeks notice.
0: Right. Yeah. She's like, I have to get a dress and I have to get ready. But it's, like, that evening. So she goes back to the store and tells her aunt and the new girl. The shop
1: girl whose name I don't remember. Beth is her name. But Beth... Okay, so Beth is super pushy throughout the movie. Yeah. And Beth really only exists for one reason that we'll get to later. Of course. And Beth is like, well, you have to go. My cousin has a boutique. Come with me.
0: Yeah. I'll just call my cousin and get you a dress and you're going. So no fairy godmother needed, no no bibbity bobbity boo happening here. I really thought it was gonna be like a Cinderella y type. I I did
1: too, but they did not take any time with this. They hustled her ass to this boutique (laughs) and put her in a dress that looked very much like a costume I saw at the Olympics opening ceremony. Oh really? On Friday, like yeah, it was one of the gowns yeah. they, like, dancers wore or something. Nice. And-
0: yeah, yeah. So she gets all dressed up, and she, like, goes to the, the gala. And for why she doesn't go with Henry, her friend, I don't know.
1: Well, she does go with him.
0: They go together? Or doesn't she, like, look for him, and she's like, oh, Henry, here I am.
1: So Henry takes her. And See, you don't really oh, know, right, right, right. like, for at least three quarters of the movie how Henry really feels. Because I, I think that, what is the actor's name? Cameron? Cameron, yeah, I think Cameron's like reached the limits of his ability to he's pushing like it. he's like subtleties, yes about how he feels, but so he invites her to the gala, he takes her to the gala, and then his boss rushes up to him and is like, "You're the curator, you've got to woo this rich guy who's the only man who can save our botanical gardens from shutting down. Yes, and I need you to do this throughout this entire tire ball. So he abandons Helen,
0: yes. But doesn't she go up to, like, some random guy, and she's like, oh, Henry. Oh, she, like, mistakes him for Henry.
1: Henry. Yes, because they're masked.
0: They're all wearing masks, and they're all white men. So I can see why she would (laughs) have... Tall, brunette, white men. tall, brown-haired men. But, yeah, so she gets mixed up, and she's like, oh, you're not Henry. And he's like, no, I'm not. And then... I don't really, they're, they're like kind of like chatting about, she like notices his lapel or his, uh, what is that called? A,
1: a boutonniere. A
0: boutonniere. She notices a boutonniere and it is a mystery rose.
1: That is a hybrid rose that she created.
0: Yeah, so she created a hybrid. Mm. Yeah, Charlotte, she created a <laughs> and hybrid rose. Charlotte,
1: this all happens in the first eight minutes of the movie that we oh. find out she created a hybrid rose. And don't forget that. Yes. before he invites her to the gala Henry shows up and says I have entered you in the Super Bowl oh, right. of flower breeding
0: there's so much exposition so that... you
1: need to name that rose you created and submit your application that I filled out for you so that you can go to the Super Bowl of flower breeding which never
0: doesn't even isn't
1: revisited really again. I thought
0: that's where we were going to end but we didn't even
1: go I did to too. The... I thought we were going to go to Europe go to the, the
0: flower bowl
1: the flower, bowl. the flower bowl is what I'm calling it.
0: Um, yeah, so she. So she
1: has this unnamed rose that mystery that rose. looks like something I saw in Jewel in the yeah. florist department. It's like white
0: and red mixed together. Yeah, that's it.
1: Maybe a little creamy white. Yeah. But the- so
0: the mystery man has the mystery rose, and she's like talking about it and then
1: she's looking at the painting oh yes
0: because <laughs> there's a silent auction so there's a painting of a uh, and she really gravitates to this painting of like a mother and a daughter in a flower field and she's like, oh, I really like this I'm gonna bid on it but there's another woman bidding on it who's like trying to outbid her all the time and uh, she is talking to the the mystery man she's like, I really love it it reminds me of my mom she was an artist and she died.
1: When I was 10.
0: When I was 10. Nice to meet you at this party. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. She's so like, strange. oh,
1: this picture reminds me of my mother, and here's why. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's when
0: I would be walking away. But he doesn't walk away. He's like interested in her. Right. Story. And then
1: I think they go, they take a walk through the garden and yes. I mean, we're spending a lot of time on the first ten minutes, but they walk through the gardens in <laughs> the botanical garden, literally first ten minutes. And she points out various flowers and explains how flowers have a language of their own.
0: Did you ever read Language of Flowers? I
1: did. That's what the, yeah. I was like.
0: This is such a like redundant version of that. Yeah. Is redundant it, the right word?
1: Um, probably like watered re- down, re- like yeah, like re- shortened, reduced? abridged version. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because she's like yellow flowers are for a friendship. Red flowers are for love. And
1: he said, what does that one mean? And she says, lavender for love at first sight. Yes.
0: And he's like, oh, cool. Moving on. Like, he doesn't <laughs> like, care. Oh,
1: that's great. <laughs> yeah. Because okay. he's kind of a bro.
0: He's bro Even he's it, Even through in a his mask, mask <laughs> we can tell. And that's Damien Runyon, that actor who's playing this mystery man. And he was Damien in a, Runyon. That's a name. That well, I saw the name.
1: the name in the credits, and I was confused because there's a a writer from the middle of the 20th century, um, American writer named Damon Runyon, who oh, wrote really? the who wrote stories about like gangsters in New York City, and he wrote the source material, or he wrote the musical for, no, he wrote the characters that the musical Guys and Dolls. Came oh, from. cool.
0: Well, there you go. I
1: digress. But
0: well. But yes, but Damien Runyon Damian. is not that interesting. His IMDB actually is like him in a ninja mask. And he's like <laughs> I, like that's the the photo that he chose, like to have <laughs> I don't know. And Hey,
1: I'm just trying out this acting thing. Yeah, I'm
0: just gonna uh, I mean I'm
1: I'm gonna go make a movie up in Canada this summer.
0: Right. So he did yeah. a Christmas one. He was like uh he was like a the love interest in one of them, but it was like not believable because I'm like that guy's gonna murder everyone in this movie.
1: He wasn't in the one we saw before, right?
0: No, I don't. No, that was no. a different bro. That was a different bro, more like white guy, American bro. Okay. Uh, this guy's definitely Canadian, right?
1: Yeah. Or French,
0: yeah. French Canadian. Is that a the same thing? Yeah. Anyways, so we got all the backstory. They have like a little thing, and then um, he like has to go or something he just like suddenly leaves the ball right
1: he does but he drops the flower
0: which i thought would be a cinderella thing again i did too and then we're like gonna find well we kind of have it like then helen takes the flower and she like goes through her like invoices at the store to see who bought right, the mystery because rose the,
1: the only place one can buy a mystery rose is at that one shop with the grass in front in right new york city
0: Then her aunt owns, and then this, you're right, this is where Beth is getting pushy again, because she's like, well, let's figure it out. And she, like, looks it all up, and then she figures out that his name is, oh, what was the name?
1: It's so good. His name is? I forget. Charles Bradfield.
0: Oh, yes, (sighs) Charles Bradfield. Uh, So.
1: Who, by this time, we, well, once they discover who he is. Yeah. Which it's Henry who discovers who he is.
0: Right cuz Henry is being the best friend and doing all the great things.
1: So Henry helps out by research trying to research the attendance like the invitation list for the gala.
0: Cuz he works at the botanical well, garden. We were spending a
1: lot of time on this exposition, <laughs> but my god, there was so much plot.
0: I think the movie's nothing but exposition. Yeah. You know.
1: So Henry tries to help and then they can't find him via the invite list. And then Henry, like, cut to a scene outside where Henry's getting coffee at a truck. Well, they find out his name. That's right. They yeah. find out his name is Charles Bradfield. Henry's getting coffee at a food truck and is, you know, putting the cream in and whatever. Yeah. And the next fella comes up and says, can I pay with this? Which he hands over his phone to Apple Pay, Wait. Um, Venmo or whatever. I don't remember and, this And at the all. coffee truck guy goes... Well, thank you, Mr. Charles Bradfield.
0: Oh, of course. Sure. And he's like, "Ah." Henry, in his
1: excitement, nearly knocks over his coffee and says, You're Charles Bradfield?
0: I don't remember this at all. Maybe you took a bathroom break because this really literally
1: took like a minute.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. So then.
1: So Henry finds Charles, Charles Bradfield and reunites them.
0: Yes. So then we have um, – oh, a little bit of backstory on Henry because we have so much exposition to get through. Um, he, like, started to maybe like her when she had this mix-up with flowers. Do you remember that whole thing? Yes. So, like, she has a mix-up of delivering flowers. He She was going to congratulate him on his job at the botan- Botanical Gardens and brought – a bouquet, like a baby bouquet, that says yeah. Like, it's like, a boy. It's a boy. <laughs>
1: yeah, with a big blue arch of or arch of big blue flowers.
0: Yes. So then he's like, "What? Why would you bring that to me?" And this is
1: all set up as pushy shop girl, flower shop girl Beth. asks, "Like, how did you meet?" She's and so she's, curious. or like, like, what is the deal with Henry? And so Helen explains all of this, and there's this buildup of like, well, this then this big mix-up happened. And I delivered him the wrong bouquet. Like, right. Oh, really? And that's
0: the story of <laughs> yeah. how they're friends.
1: Because they're friends.
0: Um, so, yeah. So then Helen, she, um, what does she do? I'm so lost in my notes because they're so about all the minutia that happens. Um. So eventually she, like.
1: Well, let's see what does happen in the middle of this movie. I better have a sip of wine. <laughs> Think about
0: it. seriously wait oh do they drink wine is that a clue
1: yes i remember so charles bradfield is a high-powered lawyer and he doesn't have a lot of time oh you know, right to, like yeah. figure things out yes. so he's like lawyer bro but he seems kind of nice so somehow he bumps in henry bumps into charles and charles call oh I know what it is, pushy shop girl. Yes. What's her name? Beth, Beth. Tells Helen that, well, you just need to ask him out.
0: Yeah, yeah, she Because they does.
1: are reunited, and then the question is, are you going to see him again? And Helen says, well, I don't know. Well, and- you need to ask him out. So Beth makes her call him, call Charles, and while Charles is receiving the phone call, he has bumped into Henry.
0: Is this a different time they bumped into each other or the first time?
1: This is the second time?
0: Okay. Okay.
1: But yeah. get this. So Henry basically feeds Charles like everything he should say to her about setting up this date. Yes. Like it's the like... restaurant to go to and what to do afterwards to like, take a stroll somewhere because yeah. that's what she'd like. So basically, now we've got Cyrano de Bergerac,
0: right? Plot so, line. exactly, but it's like uh, it's not going to work out because is Henry going to be going on this date with her? No, but
1: but he kind of does. He, he kind <laughs> of <does. laughs>
0: right. <laughs> so they go. They they like are waiting at the date, and she's like thinking she got stood up, kind of because he's running late or something. He's totally running late. Charles is late. But then Henry just like walks by and like is looking in the window and he's like, oh, hey, uh, I had no he idea hap- you were going to be he here. He happened
1: to be walking by where he told Charles to take her. Right. So he was checking up on her. But he doesn't really like her like that way.
0: No. They're just friends.
1: They're just friends.
0: Yes. Uh, so but we
1: don't really know because he doesn't express it very well. No. With his face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah, they're just friends. You know? Like, yeah, I totally believe that they're just friends. Yeah, this
1: middle part is really kind of, like, there's this big rush to get all this information out, and then... And
0: then nothing happens. Nothing so he, really like, happens. gives her a pep talk, and she's, like, ex- she's excited to go on the date, and then Charles shows up, and she, she's, like, thinking of, like, all these different names to, like, name the rose. Um,
1: well, what happened, his pep talk involved... Hitting on one of the themes, oh, so the right. writer did do a good job with this movie in that he or she established several themes and reiterated them throughout the film. Yes, um, including that you should always take risks and love oh. may be right in front of you. Like take a love leap doesn't of faith. love doesn't come in the form you expect it to come in always, but definitely the biggest one is take a risk because even if you fall, you will have at least taken that step.
0: Yes, because Helen and Henry literally jumped off a cliff together in college or something.
1: At the Crystal Quarry.
0: Crystal Quarry. So she's like, okay, we set that up because we'll come to that later, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then she like has a good date with Charles, right? Um, is this the date where he gives her the first edition of uh Emily, Emily Dickinson. No, now what that's that?
1: the third time that Henry runs into Charles, I think.
0: Yeah, so he's like hey. Or maybe
1: they're like like bro dating at this point. I don't I think so. I don't remember. But he's like but get he's her. Definitely uh, like here's what you need to do. You need to get her a book of Emily Dickinson poetry.
0: First edition. Which is
1: not cliched at all.
0: First edition, though. Oh of course. But like what? No. Wouldn't that be so old? Like would you just get a first edition book?
1: It would be pretty old. It would be from like the eighteen forties. A
0: paperback. Like it definitely would have been hardcover from back in that time.
1: Yeah. It would have. So Charles brings that to dinner.
0: Oh right. Cause then Helen has a dinner because she wants everyone to meet Charles. So the aunt's there, Beth's there. Right. And at some there. point
1: Henry has come to the gift, to the shop, to the flower shop. Yes. And she says, and she seems, here's where Danica starts to show her acting chops, I thought. (laughs) She seems pleased to see Henry. And she says, can I ask you a question? Are you free tomorrow night? And he says, yes. Great, I want you to come over for dinner. I'm having Charles, and I want him to meet all my friends. She totally
0: tricked him. She did like a double... Double, what is that, like a, a swappy out thing? <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. We're struggling
1: with, we have so much information in it's our heads so right now. so much.
0: I mean, like, I have literally like, three pages of notes, so yeah, I know. It took Char- me a whole Char- Char- bus just ride just right to
1: reread my notes.
0: Um, I didn't, and I should have, because <laughs> I'm like, wait, what
1: happened?
0: Uh, so then... Beth mentions in, in on my third page of notes. Beth mentions that she might be interested in Henry to to Helen, and then Helen kind of gets like jealous and like, "Oh, that's cool that you would like Henry. That's fine. He's single. Yeah, yeah. Especially fine. after
1: you've practically pushed me out the door to go out with this other guy, right? Or you're... meet someone else.
0: Yeah. Beth is like, so she's like." pushing this, and then she like runs into Henry at a coffee shop.
1: Everybody runs into everyone else I'm in not, the middle yeah. of New York.
0: Not going to this coffee shop where you see everybody you know. It's like the cheers of coffee shops. Right. So she's like, hey, uh, do you want to like sit down and talk? And he's like, okay, I guess. And then Helen walks by and sees them. She's like with Charles, and she's like, oh no, they're together.
1: I'm not hungry after all.
0: Yeah, I don't need to go to that coffee shop. So they run away, but then Beth is like, oh, my God, Henry, you love Helen. I just realized this right now. You
1: love her. Right, because isn't he also sharing that they couldn't convince the rich guy to save the botanical garden, so now it's going to shut down completely. And he's going
0: to lose his job. He's
1: going to lose his job, so he's going to look for a job somewhere else.
0: Yes. And he, like, you know, puts his happiness before, or Helen's happiness before his own, right? Yeah, so, like
1: this was probably a major moment because Beth points out that he's in love with her, and I can't remember what made her say that because of all the yeah facts. But she's and plot. just like
0: she's saying, like he because he put he got Charles with Helen because he just wants her to be happy. Yeah, instead of like him going right. With her. Which Doesn't if we make...
1: back up a, a several scenes, yeah, you know he was really facilitating that yeah. quite a bit to the point where I was like, What the hell?
0: He's like pimping her out pretty much.
1: What the hell, Henry? And
0: he was like kind of at the dinner he was like rude too because he was like, You don't like carrot cake, you don't you don't like whatever. Like they were just like, Well that's little the things. classic
1: like the friends who are really in love, but Yeah. The the two friends like, like other people or going out with other people. And but they the know two each other friends better. like they know each other better, and then it's pointing out like, well, she's never liked carrot cake before. Yeah, he doesn't go to the opera.
0: The opera.
1: <laughs> well, that wasn't in it, but it's just oh. an example of <laughs> right. I'm t- I'm thinking of when Harry met Sally, but I don't remember their examples me, either because that's neither. a plot heavy movie that I used to know by heart.
0: But. Really, but now you know this one by heart. <laughs>
1: mm, yes. <laughs>
0: No, no, not really. Um, so then the next thing we have is like it finds we find out that Charles works for the company that's closing down the botanical gardens and he's building evil condos, terrible condos, which and is
1: the evil villain of the yes, 2010s, totally. I guess, right? <laughs>
0: condos are the worst. But if anyone knows a condo, I am moving in August, so let me know. Um, But yeah, so she is like, she runs to Henry and she's like, oh my God, the botanical gardens are closing. And he's like, yeah, I meant to tell you, but you've been so busy with Charles and blah, blah, blah. Who I
1: pushed you into his arms. Right.
0: And I'm moving to Arizona.
1: So bye. And this is where Danica really lets it happen.
0: She does. She
1: shows emotion.
0: She's thinking about Kevin, probably.
1: Oh, Kevin
0: McAllister
1: she probably is.
0: Yeah. Because she loves him.
1: I mean, it was, there was some genuine, like, I saw tears. We had tears.
0: Tears. She wasn't a robot. She was
1: not a robot this time.
0: She had some emotions. So she's like sad, but he brings her a hot chocolate, tries to make her feel better. Uh, And, you know, she doesn't really get too upset, I guess, right? She's kind of like, well, okay. I guess you're moving. She's, you know, she's, Accepting Seems the fact.
1: accepting, ready to move on. Plus, it's Valentine's Day, which they establish multiple times is the busiest day of the year in yes the flower biz.
0: Very busy. So busy. They can't they can't handle it.
1: They can't handle that's it. That's why they got Beth. Exactly. <laughs> they have to hire her for the busy season. Although, she did kind of bitch about the fact that they're also busy during Mother's Day.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's your job, Beth. I know. You should... Just make the Maybe you should be
1: happy to have a job. Yeah. I would be happy to have a job working with flowers. Really? I would. I love flowers.
0: Mm, I could take them or leave them. They're fine. Really? They're okay. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care about flowers. (laughs) Uh, So, yes. Um, Then they say goodbye, and Helen's, like, looking for a sign that she made the right choice. Right? Because she's, like, feeling weird about it. She's feeling feeling on the fence. And she's, like, still dating Charles at this point or did she like break up with him
1: no she's still with him so but she, she needs a sign Yeah, because which is also it's a convenient time in the plot to have a sign happen to yes. help her figure out what to do
0: so the sign because when you ask for a sign in a Hallmark movie you'll get a sign right away
1: it's like having a, lo- a gun on stage in a play it yes, will be shot it
0: must go off so the sign I'm looking to see what it is I
1: oh I think I remember what it is like what is it Well, a big package arrives.
0: Oh, yes.
1: And Aunt, what's her name? Carol. Aunt Aunt Carol and Beth are right there, of course, demanding that she open it.
0: Right. They are pushing. Because they
1: really hustle things along in this movie. Yeah. And she opens it, and it's the painting of the woman and the little girl.
0: Yes. And she dumbly- Which she lost
1: at the auction.
0: She lost it at the auction, but she's like, oh, it's my sign. She goes to Charles, and she's like,
1: thank you so much for getting me this
0: picture. Right, because Charles
1: agreed to help her set up this wedding that's on Valentine's Day, apparently, or Terrible. maybe the day before. Terrible I'm, time I'm to lost get married. in the timeline. I don't know.
0: I think a lot of people get married on Valentine's but,
1: Day. But I think Charles actually runs into Henry one more time and is like, I'm going to help yeah. Helen with this movie, with this uh, party.
0: Right. So he's there. And this movie. And the movie. Um, (laughs) He's there and she's like, thank you so much. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but you're welcome, I guess. He takes credit, for sure. And then she's like, okay, well, wait, I see this guy over here and he's that investor guy from the party earlier.
1: Yes, that Henry was forced to talk to the whole time at the party. Right.
0: So she's like, I'm going to go talk to him and convince him to not uh, to invest in the botanical gardens and save it, and Charles is like, "Well, that's like my thing that I'm I'm building condos." Yeah,
1: but but Patrick, it, he said it a little douchier than that. <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay.
0: Yes, but she, so she goes and makes like this really great speech. I mean, it's not great, but it's great in the context of the movie. Yeah,
1: it's again, it it goes back to the language of flowers. She right. asks, he of course, had come into the flower shop at an earlier point in the movie, just happened to come in and pick out a corsage yes. for his wife. And she asks him, explain why to me why you picked those particular flowers in this corsage. Yes. And he goes into all these memories that each flower gives to him and how they make him think of his wife. Like very touching stuff for a... Billionaire tycoon in New York guy.
0: I would have just sent my assistant if I was the billionaire. (laughs) Whatever.
1: Yeah, or the assistant of the assistant. Yeah, go get
0: flowers. Um, Okay. So yeah, so she convinces him to to save the botanical gardens, and then she's like, "All right, well, I guess I'm done with Charles now." Or she, they don't even really break up.
1: He kind of looks at her and says, "Well, I don't think this is going to work." So Obviously. he breaks it off, but yeah. it's very it's very diplomatic. I'll give him credit.
0: It didn't need to happen. Like, it's very obvious that she just saved the botanical yeah. garden. And so. no
1: one gets dumped during a Hallmark movie, right? Like, mm, maybe before it begins. It's usually very
0: nice like this, so yeah. it's oh, not, okay. like, going to be a fight. Like, if you're going to break up, you're just going to have a normal conversation and be fine.
1: And, like, this isn't working out.
0: Right. That's it. This isn't working out. And now we jump to the next scene. <laughs> so she's crying to Aunt Carol at the flower shop and she's like all upset. But then they get one last bouquet order uh, for Valentine's Day, the last one of the night. So Aunt Carol's like, can you deliver this for me? And one's like, OK, fine. So she, it's to the botanical gardens
1: of all places,
0: of all places. Well, why what could they need there on Valentine's Day? Could it be
1: the um, rich guy, tycoon guy who's now going to own it? Maybe we'll be there.
0: Maybe. Um, You know, we know he likes flowers. So she gets there and there's like no one there. And there's like a single candelabra, which we didn't talk about the decorations in this movie, but they're ridiculous. They're all Um, candelabras and like cut out hearts with Christmas decorations in the background.
1: Really? I didn't notice.
0: You didn't notice all no. the, they at the party they had like Christmas lights and then like hearts put over the Christmas lights. And like then a, like sexy candelabra with like red candles. Well,
1: they probably were filming a Christmas movie at the same time. I think and so. And used the same set.
0: Probably. Uh, and they had like pink, pink gobos like, so it was like more yeah. Valentine's. Someone set.
1: climbed up and changed the gobos out yeah. from yep. green to pink.
0: Gobos for non-theater people are light bulbs. Um, it's fun to say gobo. Gobo is more fun, for sure. Uh, so, yes, it's Henry who's there. and he Henry
1: po- who was about to get on a plane to Arizona to start his new job.
0: Oh, yeah, and I didn't even mention that she, like, calls him. Is, no. This, is this? She calls him. She calls him, and she's like, hey, do you want to uh, come back? I, I saved, saved the
1: botanical gardens.
0: <laughs> you should come back. And he's like, um, I'm really about to board the plane. I'm not coming back. <laughs> it's like. He really just shuts her down and she's like, "Uh, uh that's why she's crying to the aunt. I totally missed that part. Uh, so it's really funny that.
1: It's easy to miss.
0: Yeah. It was very, very blunt and direct of like, no, I'm getting on the plane. I'm on the plane. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: I mean, they were scanning his pass and yeah. everything.
0: But somehow he makes it back to the bot- botanical gardens and he promptly gets down on one knee and proposes and that's the end. Right? It's
1: the end. He's gonna spend the rest of his life with his best friend. Yeah. Which perpetuates this idea that you can fall in love with your best friend.
0: You can. So if you have a friend, you should love them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yes, that's the movie. But okay. And then we're gonna just say like what did you think about the movie? What we rated on a pour it up or put a cork in it. So what are you thinking, Megan?
1: I'm going to pour it up, even though it was jam-packed with scenes Apparently, and information. yes. I'm a sucker for cheesy things yes. at heart. <laughs> and at the end, when they got together, it felt really kind of, it was like, oh, finally an authentic moment yes. in the whole thing.
0: You were rooting for them to get together the I whole was.
1: time. I was. I fall for the best friends who actually are in love thing. All the time. Ever so good, since when Harry met trope, Sally.
0: A good trope. hmm Yes. Um, For me. Well, I think it's a good trope, and I think Hallmark did okay with it. Uh, this one it w- is the most Valentine's-y of all the ones I've seen so far. Um, which it was a I-
1: very, very Valentine's. Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's a good thing, though, because I was like, it just feels, like, unnecessary in the plot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It could have just been a flower shop, and they could have just had the lovely... All the Valentine's Could it Day have been a, a different
1: much? movie like that was actually made years ago and they've readapted it for Valentine's Day? Like, probably. Do they do that? Oh, yeah. They recycle for sure.
0: plots. Yes, they recycle plots all the time. I don't
1: understand the title. Like, they had a golden opportunity to use a flower, a flower pun. They
0: probably used like, all their flower puns from the a previous A rose
1: by any other name. <gasps> oh, that's good. I like dot, that. Dot, dot, dot.
0: We didn't say the rose name, did we? I no, we didn't. The rose, the mystery rose, is named Crystal Valentine's Day Rose. <laughs> Crystal—it's Val- definitely
1: got crystal in it. Yeah. After the the cliff they jumped off of yes. uh, in college um, at a quarry, they were going swimming.
0: The Crystal Quarry Crystal Rose makes sense, uh, but this movie. Did not make too much sense to me, obviously, because I'm very confused recapping it. So I'm going to have to put a cork in it (laughs) because, I mean, they did fine acting-wise, but, like, it was just so much plottiness. And, you know, you knew that the friends were going to get together. Like, I would have had some, like, better obstacles. Um, So, yeah, put a cork in it for me. Um, Drew's on here, so he's not doing his. Charlotte, what do you think from your perspective. Put a cork in it. Or are you yes. totally
1: confused? That
0: and cork in it. Put a cork in it. Charlotte says <laughs> put a cork in it as our fill-in producer for Drew. Uh, so that wraps up our conversation about Very Very Valentine which was very very complicated but we did a <laughs> very, good job. Very very
1: complicated Valentine.
0: We did a great job um, but before we go we have our favorite segment of this week and every week. what What'd you say can is Cameron Bray? So what you say, Candace Cameron Bray, I'm doing them only for the Hallmark ones. We're doing Lifetime movies this season, too. Um, but
1: is she not affiliated with Lifetime? She's
0: not affiliated with Lifetime. I mean, she did some movies back in the day. Like she did that one with uh, what's with Fred Savage, where he was like abusive to her. Do you remember that one? Um, No, it was awesome. He was like, right it out and he'd be like, "Oh, Candace, oh, or whatever her name was in the movie, but he was like a, an abusive boyfriend and she's like, "How do I get out of this?"
1: Oh, wait, that's I remember now. It yeah. was like
0: a it was like an after school specialty was it, movie
1: like in the 90s or the Yes, yes I remember now.
0: It back when there were like like classic. really
1: only 50 channels to watch instead of thousands.
0: Uh too many. So, I brought a clip today. Uh, I'm going to be playing it through my mic. On my phone, so it could be a little jank, but we'll give it a shot. Uh, so here's Candace talking about her life. Okay, and I want to do this and play a slideshow. Okay, here we go. I'm so tired. I'm almost delirious, but I don't know if I should eat or go to the gym.
1: Eat or go to the gym. Eat or go to the gym. <laughs>
0: By the way, listening to that last post, I finally realized people always tell me I have some kind of accent, which is not a California accent, and I don't know where I picked it up along the way, but it's totally Minnesota.
1: Yeah. I was going to say the same thing about our accent.
0: A Minnesotan accent? Definitely not. Totally, A totally mm-hmm. Minnesotan... I can't do it. I can't do it. A <laughs> totally Minnesotan... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Candace, you know, she's still going to the gym, still trying to get fit. Um, that's, like, her life. Um,
1: but, like everyone else in January.
0: Yeah, she does go to the gym, by the way. She doesn't eat, because there was another uh, story <gasps> after that. Um, so, yeah, she does not. she does not eat. I don't think she eats ever. I think she just works out all the time.
1: Well, she does have to be on TV.
0: And she did, like, a story, like, Where she was just doing push-ups for like ten stories, like it was very strange. She's strange.
1: Fitness Instagrams drive me crazy.
0: Yeah, no,
1: I don't. I I go there for cats and and she's an actress.
0: Like she should. But posting on set or whatever, like, I don't really need to. Just...
1: Although I did like that clip of Britney working out that you shared, like working oh, out to her own song. Britney
0: Spears <laughs> working out to her own music, doing the craziest moves. So is badass. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. Check her out on Twitter. Britney Spears is hilarious. Uh, yes. Yes. So, I believe that wraps up our conversation for today. Um, Yay. Megan, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: and thank I enjoyed you. it. Good. I'm glad. Thank you, Sharla, for being here. Um, she's clapping very quietly. <laughs> But thank you, listeners, for checking back in with Lifetime on Court. We watch these movies so you don't have to, but if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Lifetime on or visit our website, lifetimeoncourt.com. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Okay, that's it. Bye. Bye.